Doc. Amen. Love you, brother. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. He said, without regret. In fact, that's my belief. No regret, no reserve, no retreat, and no retire. Amen. They serve the Lord with great joy and great passion. And this couple, dear, dear friends of ours, graduated from the underground Bible school, training workers, sing, teach, and preach. And she literally spent three years in prison, as you saw, three days before her own wedding. And they were with us not even not long ago. And uh, Hai Sung, the brother, has been also arrested and, uh, and tor tormented, tortured for preaching the gospel. And this is one among thousands of couples who go through this every single day. As we just came out, my wife and I, uh, a little over a week ago, Friday before last, you know, seven days ago or eight days ago, uh, out of China, been ministering, preaching right after Christmas Day. So I thank God. Revival is taking place in spite of the persecution, maybe because of the persecution. Because Acts 1-8, check it out later, has to become Acts 8-1 before true revival breaks out. Acts 1-8 has to become Acts 8-1 before true revival breaks out. I'm convinced of that. And you check out the two verses, 8-1 to 8-1 of Acts you will see how in those days a great persecution came. How with the persecution, even martyrdom of Stephen, and of course the ultimate martyr, our Lord Jesus Christ, scattering and everything. Yet the word of God was also scattered far and wide by the scattered apostles and disciples by Acts 8.1, especially Acts 8.4. Powerful. I thank God for all of you. And I invite you for the reading of God's word. I think it will be on the screen also. And you'll be surprised, it may be even in my mother tongue, in Chinese, uh, Matthew 9, 35 through 38. The first verse was almost identical to what Dr. Crystal taught this morning from Matthew 4, 23 that you read. Almost identical, except here all the time that they are mentioned in Galilee, you know. But this is powerful. While you are looking at this, I want to take this opportunity to thank all of you for your many years of support. I was telling Chris, I said, if I could as a visitor come to my own Sunday school without anybody showing me that I'm unfamiliar with your church, you know. And I thank God. Enjoy the wonderful teaching and a special friendship with uh, your pastor and Mrs. Pastor. Let's give a kind of appreciation for the PV. God bless you. And the senior PV. And the other two pastor, preacher, brothers that I uh, appreciate and love over the years. And I thank God for your church that I give to missions very generously and sacrificially. And I thank you for continuation even in this new year. And a happy new year as I just came back uh, from mission. And tomorrow, Bolivia and Colombia, the next uh, 14, 15 days. <laughs> so please pray for us. I'm a Chinese, Southern, Hillbilly, South Georgia, Latino, in case you don't know. Amen. Southern has to be South Georgia. You know, amen. I don't know about the Republic of South Georgia, but close. From South Georgia to South America tomorrow in Atlanta Airport. So pray for us. Thank you, Pastor, again. Read with me. Matthew 9, 35 through 38. Yesu is all about Jesus. See, Yesu. Yesu, so bien, gotten gushang, Zai Huitangi, Chao Shen, Yo Shenjana, Tien Gurufayin, eat the Guyana Bingjuang, three missions of Jesus. When about ALL, I love the word AL. It's all about Jesus, it's all about ALL. And doing three 
three things. Teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing. Teaching, preaching, and healing. And healing is not just physical. It's that every sickness, every disease, that means sickness disease may be more than physical. In fact, some of the uh, broken heart, much more difficult to heal than the broken fingers, for instance, right? Broken arms. And then the next verse says, next verse, there is a, but when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion. See, what you see affects how you feel. Clearly, what you see affects how you feel. The eyes have to do with the heart. That's what the Bible in Lamentation says, 351, you know, great prophet and weeping prophet Jeremiah said, my eyes affect my soul. When he saw the devastation of Jerusalem, my eyes have affected my own soul. <laughs> oh, it's powerful. And this says, he was moved to compassion because there is reason. For they were harassed, weary, scattered like sheep having no shepherd, just like this world today. And especially in communist China. Then the next one said, then he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful. Here is the saddest word. I think this word is really giving me great, great burden. B-U-T. Jesus saying. And he's not being intentionally negative either. But where are the workers? Laborers are few and are far in between. That's why average pastor in China house church, one underground preacher pastor, seven churches. Like my brother and my sister, real brother and sister, they do. And then it says that here's the last verse, verse 38. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest to make you and me as laborers to say, here I am, send me. Isaiah 6, holy, holy, holy. Sanctification and then evangelization. That the theme is very, very powerful in Isaiah 6. Holy, holy, holy. Do you know that is the number one attribute of God? Holy God. And we're supposed to be holy people. And the Bible is called, what Bible? Powerful Bible, loving Bible, forgiving Bible. No, I see it as a King James Version. Holy Bible, see. And the Holy Spirit, his number one attribute, you know, is holiness. For without holiness, Hebrew 12, 14 says, no one can see God. That's why blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God because they have holiness in their heart. Powerful. So I want to let you know, that is the attribute of God. Number one attribute. Amen. And from this passage we just read, the four verses, I just want to share with you a few things and then give you a testimony. Because so many things to share with you. I could talk to you nonstop, I guarantee you, until 2 p.m. But everybody will be gone, you know. <laughs> Only Jesus listening, you know, with no response, you know. <laughs> no, but I will be very respectful of the time. But from these five, uh, I mean four verses, first and foremost, God wants us to develop a special regular uh, life of devotion. Pray ye therefore, that means start a life of devotion, devotion life, spend time on our knees and God will bring conviction to our heart. The conviction is the harvest truly is plentiful, plenteous, B-U-T. But workers, laborers are few. When we spend time in devotion, number one, verse 38, God will touch our heart and fill our heart with his conviction. And his conviction is a burden, but that will not break you. It will make you, but not break you. Human burden will break you, but God's burden will make you stronger and, and, and mature, tougher and stronger. 
I can tell, uh, can tell from my seven years of torments and torture of being banned from going to China. Just started going this time last year. Well, not a lot. Even go to my father's extreme sickness, two-week ICU, and eventual funeral. Banned from China, which happened January 16. I got my visa after seven-year ban. Miraculously, shocking to me, at about the 19th of January, like yesterday, you know, and then started going. And already been there four times, if I'm counting this seven, eight days ago, you know. <laughs> Praise God. But listen to this. Second one is conviction. If we spend time in devotion, verse 38, God and God alone will bring conviction that will last. Human conviction doesn't last. That's why, Pastor, your point is well taken. Our love for souls has to start with our, with our love for God who loves souls. Otherwise, our love for souls doesn't last. You know? And the third one is vision. If we spend time in devotion, got to fill our heart with conviction, then the, out, the, the result is that he will let us see brand, bright, brand new vision. Fresh new vision. One he saw. Then we'll begin to see things that we had previously not seen before. Too busy with other things. B-U-S-Y. God told me sometimes I get too busy. B-U-S-Y. What does it mean? The acronym? Being under Satan's yoke. B-U-S-Y. God warned me one time. Well, that, was, that got my attention, you know. Because by nature, I am very active and proactive. Maybe even a little bit aggressive. You know, go-getter, go-getter, you know. <laughs> Praise God. You know, go-setter and go-getter. And that can become too religious and not necessarily spiritual. Really. Because activities are not the same as accomplishments. And then the third one, the fourth one is that when God has given you the vision, then he will also give you the compassion. See, compassion for souls come from God. Not self-generated. Self-generated things don't last. That's what the first generation generate. This is what generate, you know. Now everybody talk about a computer, iPhone 5G, Chinese Huawei being blocked everywhere because of spyware inside 5G. Fifth generation computer coming, 5G. First generation generate. Second generation speculate. Third generation hesitate. And the fourth generation dissipate. You know, that's a problem, you know. It can even happen with Pentecost, with Christians. Or we lose our passion, vision, and compassion from God. You know? So the fourth one is compassion. God will cause us to receive vision, but along with that, fill our heart with compassion. And ultimate translation of this devotion, of this conviction, of this vision and compassion is go and do likewise. Luke 10, 37. What does that mean? Action Action, action. Action speaks louder than words. You all know that, right? A picture is worth a thousand words on the final picture. But an action is worth a thousand pictures. That's why the first verse we read, even the first verse in our Sunday school, on our sister PV is Jesus went to all and doing the three things also, as in Matthew 9, 38, uh, 35 or rather, as in Matthew 4, 22 that you read to us this morning. Teaching. Preaching, bring healing, bring hope. He is the hope of our glory. And so this means action. So the five words I want to emphasize from the four verses very briefly is, if we spend time in devotion, spiritual on the knees, then God will fill us with conviction, then allow us to see new brand vision, bigger, better, brighter than all of us put together. I'm convinced of that. 
scare me to death sometimes. And then fill our heart and our life with true compassion. Compassion. Christians should be characterized by compassion. And finally, translating all this devotion, uh, conviction, vision, and compassion into the first verse. Verse 38. Action. Action. Jesus went. Jesus taught. Jesus preached. And Jesus healed. And he said, I have set before you an example. How are you going to set anybody any example if you don't do nothing? Pardon my southern English. You know, amen. If we don't do anything. We can't leave an example if we don't something. And Albert Einstein, notably the most famous scientist, you know, even the atomic bomb, that said, there are only three ways to permanently influence people. First example, second example, and third example. So examples are not the only means to influence people. It's the only means to influence people permanently. That's why Jesus said, after food washing, obviously did something, right? Did something that no master would ever do. To the lowest of all servants, he said, I have set before you an example. By what? By washing your feet, of course. John 13, 15. So that you must do unto each other as I have. D-O-N-E. Not only do it, until it is D-O-N-E. Finish it. And then two verses later, he said in John 13, 17. Now that you know these things, knowledge is not power if that knowledge is not applied to real life. When the rubber meets the road. You know, the, when the proof of the pudding is what? In the eating, right? Because, you know, sister, I have said before an example, but also now you know these things. You will be blessed only if you will the all. Do them. He likened us unto wise people, wise man who hears the word of mine and put it into practice. He is like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. And foolishness is one who hears something and turns around and forget it and did nothing about it. That's why the longest distance in the world, do you know the longest distance in the world is not between Georgia here and the country of Georgia, which used to be part of the evil empire Soviet Union. Now, longest distance is not that. It's, it's, it's between your head and your hand. Just because we all know about the theory of saving money or losing weight, but how many of us really consistently put it into practice? So Jesus is challenging us. Now that you know this, go and do likewise. Because we are not just what we think. Yes, we are what we think. As a man thinking is hard. You know? But we are also, more importantly, we are what we do. We are what we do. So this is the basic lesson, a basic, uh, uh, you know, spiritual lesson that I want to share with you from the five verses. The five foundations for missions, a passion for missions. Starting with devotion, and God bring heart of conviction. Then allow us to have new vision, fill our life with compassion, and go and do, show some action. Wow, show me. That's why I like Missouri. What is the title of Missouri? Show me state. Show me state. Show me. Don't just talk to me. Show me. Let me see something. Let your light so shine. We quoted that verse. Uh, it says, Christ, uh, let your light so shine before man that he might what? S-E-E. How are they going to see if we don't do? We just talk. Just talk. You know, that's more like President Trump talking about Congress. All talk and no action. Sounds like familiar. You know, amen. He says, let's, so that they can see your deeds. Deeds come from the word, action, word, do. And give glory to God the Father. Matthew 5, 16. 
praise God, you know, that see. And, and Timothy was taught by Paul also in a similar way in uh, second, uh, uh, first Timothy 4.12. It says what? Let no one despise you because of your young age, but set them an example in five or six areas in that one verse of first Timothy 4.12. In purity, in love, it's awesome, you know. Love is a verb, just like faith is a verb. Mark 12.5. When Jesus saw their faith. How could Jesus see their faith if they didn't do anything? Those four men carrying the paralytic couldn't get into the door to see Jesus. Couldn't even break through the window. Guess what? Two full of people went upon the roof and punched the hole. Hope that owner had some kind of a house insurance. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Otherwise, lawsuits, you know. We're in the lawsuit the nation USA. had to be careful, you know. But listen to this. This is action. Bold action. And I see this pattern in the persecuted churches. From Niger to Morocco and uh, uh, to Senegal. Been to several Muslim nations, even in northern Africa. I see especially, of course, in my homeland. This is my adopted nation, great USA, my home motherland, home country. Tremendous persecution going on like we have not seen in 40 years. Of course, the first 30 years, not one Bible allowed, not one missionary and a Christian either denied their faith or locked up or martyred by 200,000. A book by Paul Hathaway says over 200,000 died. That includes 400 missionaries from the United States and from England. Most famous, the Inland China Mission of Hudson Taylor. You, you got to read him, Hudson Taylor. God's work. Done God's way. We will never lack God's supply. If I remember anything at all from Hudson Taylor. Over 400 missionaries died in the same moment before the communist came. And then, of course, communism has been in China as of now, 1949 to 19, uh, 2019, this year now, exactly 7 0. They're going to have massive celebration among over a billion people. October 1. That's when it took over China under Mao. 30 years, extreme oppression. That's why we grew up under Mao in the 60s. Never ever heard of the Bible. Never ever heard of Jesus even once. I never had a Christmas until I was 20 years old. I never heard of a Bible for the first 20 years. And I never had my own copy until I met a church. I got a couple from Lee College, Cleveland, Tennessee, 1984, when I was already 21 years old. I received my copy. Then I became a holy smuggler along with the leaders. And in one year, had foreign contacts and everything with open door, open door. In one year before I came to America, summer 85, my team and I, we were able to receive and distribute successfully over one million Chinese Bibles to the underground church that caused a mighty revival in central China. Can you put your hands together and give the Lord praise and thanks, hallelujah. And in central China is still the strongest Christian Revival Center to this day, 35 years later, to this day. My province is still the heaviest persecuted province, Henan. There is a book about Henan, H-E-N-A-N, called the Galilee of China. You know, Galilee and everything was because growth of Christianity. Normally in China, from less than 1 million, now over 150 million followers of Jesus. And they are serious followers. They are not a culture, traditional follower like us, you know, generation of Christianity. 
but under hardship, you know. I mean, willing to lose your job as a professor, as a doctor to be a follower of Jesus. If they know you have a government job or there's a government job, you lose it instantly if they find out. They have to hide, even with Bible. But under Mount, we grew up, never had anything. But then God began to have great revival when Mao died. More opening outside the world, in, you know, reform. And China had experienced tremendous revival of Christianity like nowhere on the surface of the earth for 2,000 years, without a doubt. This is an average conversion, like 30,000 daily. I can't wait to have your pastor and some of your leader to come one day. And you are supposed to go to Africa with me July. You can run, but you can't hide. It's there in July. Amen. In Rwanda, Uganda, plus Kenya. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So don't check it out, Pastor. Amen. Going to talk to you over lunch. Amen. Amen. Just a, a living friendly reminder. You know. Amen. But listen. Listen to this. Uh, uh, 1983 was the first time I ever heard of the Bible. Third year in college, English major. You heard my testimony. How just by reading the Bible, I had not even met a foreigner yet. Got hold of the Bible, miraculously through God's provision as Western pornographic literature. Because I needed it for, for study. Finally, the party approved me and it sent me to the bank. Of the basement of the university library, State University. Guess what? There, after cleaning and dusting, I found a copy of the Bible. Not New King James, as I have New King James, King James English. And I was given two weeks to read it for the sole purpose of English, American language and literature, because English Bible, and it saved my soul. The power of the Holy Spirit brought a conviction, and the power of the Word of God brought me salvation. And then I met this couple who discipled me, and God used them to uh, 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 fill me with the Holy Spirit and clarify my direction as a preacher. And I never looked back. And that's what one of my favorite verses is the last verse of Luke 9. Remember, it's, it's a chapter of excuses. Same like the disciples, Moses had only five excuses. But if you read Luke 9, man, these disciples had more excuses than Moses. <laughs> Moses had only five, but I counted about seven, you know, until Jesus was sick and tired of their excuses. My father is getting old. How come I'm going to follow you? My father is going to die one of these years and days. Let the dead bury the dead. As for you, follow me. Because this is what he said. Last verse, Luke 9, 62. For anyone who has put his hand to the plow and is still looking, looking back is not ready, not worthy, not fit for the service in my kingdom. That is always a powerful warning. And when God has saved me, he gave me another verse I want to remind you to challenge each other. Is John 15, 16. You did not choose me. I knew I did not choose him. I tried to run. I was a thief. I was a robber, a liar, and all kinds of evil, wicked things. Bring, being brainwashed also, you know. And uh, listen, but you did not choose me, but I chose you. And apart from me, you can do nothing. But not only have I chosen you, I have ordained you to go and bear fruit. Fruit. That will remain, that will last. So I have been faithful to that call. And I have chosen over the years my life verse. I challenge you, since it's still at the beginning of 2019, I challenge you to find your own LV as ID. What is LV? Life verse. Not your fancy, expensive Louis Vuitton purse or whatever, you know. LV. One of my dear young lady friends had a fight with her parents. Because she wanted to have a Louis Vuitton over Christmas. $1,300. When she threw away that a coach purse or whatever, only $300. This is real in Atlanta. 
I'll be labeled rotten, you know. Rotten kids, you know. Rotten bread, you know. <laughs> this is troublesome, you know. I had to rebuke her, knowing the relationship very close. But I ch challenge you to have your own LV uh, life verse. I believe Jesus has a life verse. I mean, I feel it in my heart. You know what a Jesus life verse, if I find it among many. He only spoke 250 sentences. Did you know that? He only spoke about 250 sentences, sentences scattered all over the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But I believe Jesus' LV life verse is John 4, 34. When they brought him food to eat something, Master, no, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Then you really got their attention. What kind of food was he eating? Was this Samaritan woman maybe brought something good? No, he said in John 4, 34, my meat or my food is to do, D-O, D-O, D-O. See, the last point becomes the first point now in the passage we read. Action. My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. I believe Jesus' defining mission in the life verse is do his will and finish his work. And he said in his longest prayer, John 17, Father, John 17, verse 4. Father, I have glorified you by what? How? How? By finishing the work that you have sent me here to do. Then a few chapters later, crucifixion. What did Jesus say? The most important. He said seven things on the cross. But the most important one is, it is what? Finished. Finished. So my life verse had the word finished also. I chose it for myself many years now. And I want to give it to you before I, I forget. That's Acts 20, 24. Where Paul said, whether it's persecution, prosperity, poverty, persecution, whatever. Yet none of the things move me, Acts 20, 24. None of the things move me, neither do I count my life as dear unto myself, if only. So that there is a purpose. Purpose driven, you know. So that I may finish my mission, finish my mission, my, my, my race with joy, joy, J-O-Y. And to finish the ministry that the Lord has given me, which is to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. G, G, G. Testify to the G, G, G. Gospel of God's grace. Oh, praise God. It drives me, you know. That's why going, preaching, teaching. Last year alone, about 20-some nations. And I counted, as I was writing the newsletter, about 12 new ones. Praise God. 12 new ones, you know. And this year will be more. M-O-R-E. Do you know more is known as the Matthew effect? Don't take my word for it. Google it later. Later, of course. Google just the three words. The Matthew effect. You'll see how many things come up. Even in literature, from finance to business. It's actually from our Bible, from our Lord, that most of us don't even know. The Matthew effect. It's called the parable of the talents. Matthew 25. And in verse 29, it's a defining verse. To everyone that already H-A-S. More shall I give unto them. That they might have abundance. This reminded me of John 10.10. 10. Another LV, I believe Jesus can say his mission and passion. The devil come to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Wow. And this morning I'll do my devotion on John 15 about the fruit chapter. There are several chapters on fruit. And John 15 is surely one. Said my, you know, uh, said a verse 2 says, to every branch that bear not bearing, already cut and burned. But to every branch that's already bearing fruit, he shall trim it. He shall, you know, kind of discipline it in a way. Trim it, prune it. So that it might bear more fruit. Fruit 
that will remain. You are my disciple. Uh, six verses later, John 15, eight, he said, you are my disciple if you will bear fruit. And by our fruit, we shall be known. And these underground leaders of the church of God in China are living that kind of a mission. I met so many, so many. Just couldn't preach, couldn't teach, they follow me and everything. And I had to sign all kinds of promise before they eventually gave me a visa to go in. After seven years back from 2010 until I was released from jail. Seven, uh, uh, twice in jail. But the last one was like cage. Cage, you know. They could cage me. They could try to contain me and control me. But they couldn't control the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise God. And that's how I made it to over 100 nations. Because seven years I could not go to China. Yet I have boundless energy. And God has provided through wonderful church of God in Douglas and many others. Guess what? He gave me an open door to the whole world. That's why in seven years traveled to over 100 nations. And still going on. Praise God. Otherwise it would be only China, U.S., U.S., China. You know. Never thought about coming to America. America 35 years ago, before I met the Derricksons, the couple from Lee, still at Lee, praise God, I have 51 years of service there. It's unbelievable, you know, come to Lee University, get inspired. Even better, like Aaron, come to seminary, there is Aaron, amen. Can run, but you can't hide now, amen. It's awesome, you know, this, uh, it's because example, the power of example, the power of example. And you study that word, it's everywhere in the Bible, example, example, example. And I tell you this. The best thing we can do, you know now what they're doing? House to house making people denounce their faith. And confiscating Bibles and collecting Bibles and hymnals and burning Bible all over the places. And you can Google it later and find Bible burning in China. You will see how much. I mean, videotape the lies everywhere. And I personally witnessed this kind of case. And even my own, most close to me, own house church in my father's house who passed away where I was not allowed to go to the funeral mid-January last year, 12 months ago, they tore down the cross, confiscated the Bible, and put a picture in jail and disbanded the members with all kinds of threats. That's my own house where I was born and raised in the little rural village. And even rural villages have civilians' cameras everywhere. This new guy, the dictator, made himself now president for life. Abolish the term limit. You have seen on TV, I'm sure. Abolish the term limits and make himself president for life. And since last February, now 11 years, a month ago or so, last year, till now, that has been the worst of all. In 40 years, since China began to open up, after Mao died, it began to get a little better. Now it's going back. So please pray. I'm sure you have seen reports on different news channels. Even secular news constantly reported. You know, it has to be pretty bad. When CAA is reporting it, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, praise God. But pray, please pray. But you know what? The more the persecution in Acts 1.8 is already promised, he shall receive dunamis power when the Holy Spirit come upon you. But what is the, what is the purpose of this power? Get ready for persecution and ye shall become my maturias or maturias for me. Maturias is not just witnesses in Acts 1.8. It means matters. And it happened seven chapters later, in the end of chapter seven. And then that's what persecution not only caused martyrdom, jail, confiscation, but also scattering. Run, flee. Jesus had to do that to Egypt, right? Listen to this. That's what happened. Along with the running of the disciples, many, many churches started. All the churches here and there were because of scattered uh, 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 apostles and Christians. Antioch. The most famous missionary church was started by scattered Christians running, escaping Jerusalem before they were killed. 
It's amazing. Spread far and wide. And they are doing this. Now we are going to remote areas. I went to several provinces. My wife, maybe about 12 provinces and, and states ministering, not in formal teaching, preaching, but encouraging, empowering. And then in one place, they had a gathering of my 12 classmates. My wife and I, we were childhood sweethearts, you know. We had not seen for 32 years. I began to share with them the gospel over dinner and everything. And later they came to our uh, hotel room and talked more. And six of them today, I mean, these are leading professors and business people now. Some of them are even top officials. Half of them came to Jesus Christ as their Lord, their master, and their savior. Give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. And they are now sharing the gospel with their families and their friends. Praise God. Even this morning, I got a message. When are you coming back? We need you to share more with us about this Jesus. And getting them Bibles. I've never heard of a Bible, never seen or heard of a Bible. And we were able to download with the Bible app to their smartphone. You know, most of them use uh, iPhone anyway these days, you know. But I challenge you, we have a newest project, not only training missionaries, just supporting and Bible smuggling, taking Bible to China. Got a team coming to do just that in just a few months. But we got a brand new project that excites me, the first one, is that we are already beginning new work from the underground church in China in Pakistan, praise God, where we even had two Chinese young missionary martyred, beheaded. And this you could find on YouTube too, so, on YouTube. Yeah, they are not a thing I'm missing, two beheaded and everything. But listen, not afraid, and sending more and more, all in the name of business, because Chinese doing business everywhere, textile, restaurants, or whatever, you know, food service, simple business. And house church operated, church of God. And you have a chance. And they are now buying for $100, Christian slaves from Muslim oppression. We can buy them back for just $100 per person from Muslim owners in Pakistan. And this is the same in Afghanistan, which are rated as number four, number five most oppressive nations in the world, next to North Korea and a few Muslim countries. Imagine that. So you can help us to uh, you can help us invest in this project to free Christians under uh, Muslim slavery. It's unbelievable in Pakistan, and then we are offering them jobs. Praise God, through our underground house church leaders who are business people, textile making pants. And one of them has the markers all over Staples and Walmart showed me. I wouldn't believe it, you know. And, and, and they, they all got saved in the past years and came to become uh, strong supporters of the ministry in China. And now so many of our underground Bible schools don't even need our financial support. Praise God, because God has blessed them. But we're starting new ones in more remote regions and even in foreign countries. So please pray. And also going to India, preaching, teaching. And it was in Sri Lanka and Nepal. It's just awesome. It's God is doing mighty work. But I want you to uh, pray with us for this Bible for China. Underground Bible School. And especially the newest project our underground church is doing in Pakistan. Freeing Christians who are slaves under Muslim uh, control for $100. It's amazing. And I hope some of us can do something like that and pray that you'll be a regular supporter, a supporter, not just once. If you can do once only, that's good. But if you can do something like $20, dollars $15 a month, they add up. And this is the newest thing. I never promoted this one before. This is the first time I mentioned it. I didn't even get to mention it in Canopolis and Charlotte last Sunday after getting back home Friday midnight 
woke up and drove to <laughs> North Carolina Saturday and ministered with the leaders even Saturday night. So God is good. And this morning, with pastor's uh, favor and permission, could I get a few ushers, pastor, that I can, everybody may have a faith promise card. Do I have somebody who can help us? Praise God. And you have done this before. Thank you so much. And I'm sure you'll do something uh, special for the glory of God. And we're doing it for the Lord Jesus. If you can, on this side, I'll give this to my brother here. On this side. And this is, thank you so much. This is a faith promise. This is, I have plenty. This is my, this is your brother Hong Yang's American Express. Don't leave home without it. Amen. <laughs> Don't leave home without it. But if you can, and you, some of you are uh, uh, regular supporters and strong supporters, starting with Bishop Britt. This man doesn't talk his talk. He walked. I see your support, Pastor, all these years. A very moving, very moving to see Pastor supporting generously and consistently. And I want to thank you and Crystal. I mean it with all my heart. And continue to, to, uh, to help us, if you can, and pray about mission trip. Whether it's Uganda or China, let's do something. Amen. 2019, make it happen. Amen. When something's not happening, you got to make it happen. Initiative and incentive. Amen. Praise God. And when you have gotten this uh, a card from Church of God World Missions, I want us to do something. Even if it's just one time only, it says, or even better, as pastor already helped me promote it, let's do something on a regular basis. Some of you only need renewal because you are supporting. But I hope more of us, I can recruit some more regular monthly donors for missions, which is the heartbeat of God. China is the largest mission field. But I'm seeing signs that it's becoming, becoming to become a little mission force. Little, little by little. But one day, there are prophecies already given that one day China will become the largest missions force. Praise God. I believe that. And I want to be part of that. And you are going to be part of that because of your partnership with us. And I thank you. On the upper right corner, turn with me to the first page. Everybody got it? Who doesn't? Raise your hand. All right. Our sister, young sister there. Our sister there, please. All right. Give our sister one. She's ready to write $1,000, I can feel. But sometimes what I feel may not be real, you know. <laughs> Yeah, so thank you so much. God bless. On the upper right corner, turn me to, turn to the first page, the white, white one. Uh, you can do something today, my gift today, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, cash or check or credit card, just mark it. World Mission will never abuse your credit card. And by the way, I thank God for the United States who gave me the freedom and liberty, become a citizen in 97. Uh, but also, I thank God for the church of God because now I'm 30 years. This is the entry of 3-0 in Church of God World Missions from 1989. I joined the missions. Let's give the Lord a praise. Amen. To God be the glory. Thank you, Lord, for the faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for America. Thank you, Lord, for the church. Truly, I joined the church right after the massacre on Tiananmen Square. Some of you remember tanks and machine guns, Pastor. That's when I finished my doctor degree, East Tennessee State, Johnson City, Tri-Cities, and joined Michigan. I never, ever looked back. I never, ever looked for a job. Brother Lovell Carey recruited me, and this is it. And I have no sign of slowing down either for the next 20, 30 years, Lord willing. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Turn with me to the first page. Do something. It says once only or weekly. Let's do something monthly if you could. If you have, I challenge you. If you have a regular monthly income. Would you consider $10 a month? 
mark, mark monthly. And then you can decide $5 or $20. Whatever you can do, we deeply appreciate it and we really need it. Especially for this newest project that I want your church to be the first one. I didn't even mention this in the Charlotte and the Canapolis, North Carolina churches. I just feel led today to, to mention it for the first time. Even though it's my second Sunday in the U.S., you know, since before Christmas, you know. And then, uh, if you want to do credit card giving, mark the credit card and give us your information. And let me give you the project number. I'm sure you have it in the office, Pastor. But let me give it to you. Your church is one of the most consistent and the most generous givers to world missions. I'm sure besides our project, some other project too. The project number, please write it down in the lower right corner. Is that my gift is specifically for the following is 060-0036. Let me say it one more time slowly. 060-0036. My project number for three zero, 30 years now, since 1989. I forgot. Yeah, this is the 30th year. And I thank God. I get more and more excited and more and more passionate about it. Praise God, technology. Church God School Technology. Amen. Praise God. You all know my testimony. How I came to America. They thought I was coming to study technology when they read the School of Theology. They thought it was technology and paid my way to come to get a technology in Cleveland, Tennessee. You know, we didn't know how to pronounce Cleveland. It was Cleveland, you know. So I hope my technology from Cleveland is somehow working. Amen. For the glory of God, you know. And I thank you. There's a 060036. And give us your name and address on the other side. Any prayer request you have, put it down because I'll be the first one to pray for you. And my wife will turn this in because you dropped me and I'm gone to South America and turn it in for you. And tear the last page. The last page said donor on it. The last page is your receipt. We'll give you a formal receipt through local church as before. But this is your temporary personal receipt. Tear the last page and put the white and yellow copy in the offering plate along with your, uh, you know, offering, whether it's cash or check or credit card information. And if it's a check, please make it payable to Westward Church of God. Because this way church, as you have done many times before, write one check to COGWM, World Missions, and with a project number that you see there. And I cannot thank you enough. And I wish you the best ever of the new year 2019. And God fill you with faith, hope, and love. Faith that never doubts. Hope that never disappoints. And love that doesn't fear. Perfect love casts out all fear. So I thank God for all of you as pastor come and I pray over this and receive it on behalf of World Mission for the glory of Jesus. Let's praise the Lord together. Thank you and God bless you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen.